0: This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of This is Silly Unplugged. We're still working on some of the technical aspects of the show. Mitch has yet to get me my musical bumper, probably because he's lazy. Um, not really. We're going to gonna get into some of what Mitch has been up to in, the, in this episode. But again, just wanted to come on, do a quick show. Going to try to keep it at 30 minutes again. Um, don't have a lot to talk about, but we did want to update you before this weekend's trip to Kyle, uh, Chicago. And once again, Mitch and Bird were unavailable, so just doing it by myself, real quick. So we're just going to hit some notes. We'll start with the Open Cup. Um, so this was a doubleheader week where we're playing Chicago twice. Uh, it's a function of you know the Open Cup coming midweek, and just so happens that it, it happened to coincide with our regular season meeting with Chicago and I saw some new fans you know asking online what's up with that I think most of our listeners know the Open Cup is like a completely independent tournament from MLS just MLS teams happen to enter it think of it if you're a European soccer fan English soccer fan like the FA Cup or the Copa del Rey or you know every league has their own like league cup that's open to all teams and this is what the U.S. Open Cup is. So Tuesday's loss does not affect our league standings, but it does bounce us out of this Open Cup tournament. Obviously, you know, you want to win, but you do have to prioritize when you're in a cup tournament, and, and you'll see this with English teams or Italian teams or whatever. Uh, You've you got to, you know, rest certain bodies. You have to decide when you want to go for it. Uh, You don't want it to affect your league form, but cups are special. It's an opportunity to win trophies. I think, obviously, St. Louis has a long history in the Open Cup, but if I had to say which team right now the Open Cup was more important to, I think it's probably more important to the Fire. They have not started well in the league. Their chances for hardware in the league are not great, and... Obviously, they've got some turmoil going on. They just they fired their head coach. They've brought in uh, Frank Klopas, which feels like an MLS 1.0 move, uh, going back to the the well, as it were. Klopas, you know, he's been a great coach. I'm not, like, dissing on him. But it is a very old boys network hire. It's obviously an interim move. Probably a safe pair of hands to put it in. But there is such a thing as that new coach bump. And Chicago made the move kind of early in the season. But, you know, we've noticed New York Red Bull have done the same. So you've got guys who now are trying to impress their new coach, trying to prove that maybe things aren't going well in the league because they haven't gotten their shot. Or uh, So you're going to have guys playing hard. You're going to have guys, you know, reacting to the coaching change. And that is not uncommon that you know that new coach bump, so unfortunate for us, it hit Tuesday, and uh we got caught out a little bit. I mean, we didn't look horrible. I think Lunt had a a really bad exchange in the goal that happens from time to time. They scored early. you know, I don't want to put too much <clears throat> stock in it. sometimes it's just not your day. It's not like we got beat five to nothing and, and looked terrible. It just is what it is. Miggy got a goal. That's good news. Uh, Blum played. That's really good news. Getting him back and getting him healthy. We'll see. Parker played in this game because he's got some yellow card trouble, so he will not be playing Saturday. So that was expected. Uh, we don't know the status of Klaus, but he could make a return on Saturday. Just personally, you know, as much as I want to have him back and as much as he makes a huge difference for us up there, I want to make sure he's 100% healthy. I'd rather him be cautious, take another week to make sure you're good and healthy. Um, But if he's ready this weekend, his return to the lineup will be much appreciated. So we're out of the Open Cup. We've lost our first of two this week against Chicago. So now we go into Saturday and we will talk about the trip Saturday, but You know it's hard when you play the games that close together. The lineups are going to be different. The style of play should be similar, but you know I don't know that we can read too much into it. I think Saturday is going to be a completely different game. Um, Tuesday they played at Bridgeview. There wasn't much of a crowd there. Saturday is going to be at Soldier Field. I don't know what sales like. What sales are like, but I do know there will be a lot of St. Louis fans make the trip. That's the other thing. On a Tuesday night, it's hard for people to travel very far. but uh, And I saw people you know, dissing the crowd at Bridgeview Tuesday night. I get it, but I do want you guys to know if you're, if you're sort of new to the league, what we did for our Open Cup versus uh, Omaha, having 22,000 people there, that is not common. That is the outlier. Usually, the Open Cup games are more like what you saw at Bridgeview. Um, so I want to give us some credit for coming out, but it's also the newness of the team. I mean, Don Garber has even made statements, you know, this week. He doesn't you know, really like the Open Cup because, I mean, quite frankly, it doesn't make the MLS look good, but in order to make that more important, MLS is going to have to prioritize and make the Open Cup more valuable. Um, so it's a chicken and egg thing. They need to put more value on it to make it more valuable. It needs to be more valuable for them to put the effort into making it more valuable, so It is what it is, but I'm a big fan of the Open Cup, and I'm really sad that we're out of it. So I just want to talk about a couple things, and then we'll talk about the bus trip this weekend. Um, Arch Apparel is doing a couple of Luligan t-shirts, kind of a cool thing. They they reached out to us, and they were also affected by the uh, soccer capital cease and desist situation. They had a scarf that said America's first soccer capital. And not only did our friends over at River City Ramble get a letter from KC's lawyer to cease and desist their podcast, which had a name that they found, you know, violated their trademark. Uh, Arch Apparel got a letter and said, quit selling those scarves. So um, they reached out to us and, you know, they just wanted to do a little T-shirt. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's just a couple shirts right now. Uh, I think they're kind of cool designs, but one of them is something we had been kicking around for a couple of years now, but uh, it fit with what they were doing. We'll see how it goes, see where, you know, that takes us. I don't know if we'll ever do anything with them again or if, you know, this is just the first of many, Uh, but we'll see how it goes. So if you want one of those, you can go on to archapparel.com and you can, it's technically a pre-order now. I think they'll be available uh, before the SKC game, so... If you're interested in that, go do that. And I think the next thing we need to talk about is the bus trip. So on Saturday, it is a, it's part of the MLS rivalry week. They are rivalry weeks, I guess we should say. Um, This week we've got uh, Chicago, and then next week we've got Sporting Kansas City. Um, MLS likes to bunch these rivalry games, you know, kind of around each other. Get people excited. So you'll have your El Trafico, the LAFC versus Galaxy rivalry. You'll have Cascadia, the which is Timbers, Seattle Sounders, and Vancouver Whitecaps. They'll all play. Uh, the Texas teams, Austin, Dallas, and Houston. You've got Hell is Real, uh, Cincinnati versus Columbus. So they try to put these little rivalry games together. The Florida teams will play each other. Um, the New York teams will play each other. I don't know if they consider they're trying to shoehorn, you know, Philly and D.C. maybe. Because uh, some of those old school teams all in the Northeast used to play and they kind of rivalry. So, But it's kind of cool. And so this week we're going to Chicago and it's an away game. But the great thing about Chicago is it's only five hours away our friends in England who listen to the pod are going to laugh because that would be their longest road trip. That's one of our shortest. Uh, But we've got three buses going. So we got enough tickets. Good thing about Soldier Field is there's lots of seats. So they didn't have any problem selling us as many tickets as we wanted. We've got 150 people going on buses. We know that there are a lot of other people who are traveling independently. I know some people are going on the train, and that's really cool. It would be awesome if we could get a uh, train road trip at some time. Chicago screwed us a little bit. (laughs) They moved the kickoff up to noon. So that means our buses are leaving at 5 a.m. on uh, Saturday morning. And the reason we do that is, yes, it would make more sense maybe to go on a Friday night. But if you add in the cost of a hotel, that drops, you know, how many people can afford to go to chicago for the game in half so we'll be getting up five five a.m well we'll be getting up earlier than that the bus is going to leave at 5 a.m and hopefully we'll get to chicago in time to have a couple beers before the game but rest assured we will be pre-gaming on the buses uh they're going to be in that we're going to be in the adler parking lot adler planetarium which is right there next to soldier field so if you're driving up or if you're uh In Chicago and want to take the public transit to the Adler parking lot we will be you know updating on our trip about when we'll be there and then when we get there we'll tell you exactly where we are but it would be cool if we could all get together and party a little bit before we go in Um, as is protocol when you're the away team and you're in the away supporter section we will have a security escort and they are making us enter the stadium at 11 which is fine Uh, we will all go through the same gate I do want to say, you know, a lot of people who especially are new, uh, you know, they'll send, they'll send us messages like, oh, you know, we're in, you know, we're in Denver today and there's like, where's the march? How are we marching to the match? And it's like, well, when you're the away team, you really don't do that kind of thing. It's, it's a home team thing and, you, and we do respect the home team and the fire fans that are going to be there. But when there's a group as big as this, I won't call it a march we're not going to have like drums and smoke and flags, but we will go in together and we'll probably be singing a song or two. But uh, our time to shine is in the stands. We're going to make as much noise as possible. And if you bought tickets for the Chicago game, wherever you bought tickets in the stadium, if you want, they've moved us to the 300 level, which is the, the top ring. But when you look at the, the seats from uh, the Ticketmaster website, they don't look too bad. Um, but anybody who wants to come up there with us, so say you bought tickets and you're just in the middle of random Chicago fans, but you want to stand with us in the quote unquote away supporter section, you can, uh, security has told us that anybody wearing St. Louis gear will be allowed up into the 300 seats with us because we're the only ones up there. So that's up to you. If you bought nicer seats and you want to stay there, perfect. Have fun. Uh, But if for some reason you're like, man, I'd rather go stand with the supporters, know that you are welcome. That is not always the case. Sometimes, uh, depending on the situation, they won't let anybody into the away supporter section, even if, you know, I I stand there and I tell the security, no, they're with us. It's pretty locked down. This time, they're going to let it happen. Again, it's a function of Soldier Field having enough room Um, like for example, when we go to Kansas city, first of all, we won't be able to get enough tickets for the demand, uh, but they'll have that section pretty locked down. And if you don't have a ticket in that section, they won't let you in. Um, soldier fields going to be a little bit better about that. So (sighs) the bus trip, if you've never taken a Luligan bus trip, they're pretty fun. Um, like I said, we're going to have three buses. We've done three buses a couple of times i trying, I know Louisville was one and I can't remember how many buses we took to Atlanta for the open cup to play against Atlanta United, but, um, you know, we've done big bus trips before. This is our first big one in MLS. There were some changes about how we get tickets and things like that. USL is a lot easier, uh, but I think we've got everything ironed out. So I think all of the 150 people on our buses have tickets in the supporter section and we did have a couple extras that you know some people had tickets already somewhere else so we've kind of distributed those so i think we're good there um we'll be getting up at you know like i said leaving at 5 a.m so if you're on that bus do not be late get to the parking lot at 4 30. if you have to go there the night before and sleep in your car and maybe send me a note to like knock on my window to wake me up because that bus leaves at five. We we don't have time to dawdle. We will probably make a couple trips or a couple stops for bathrooms or smokes or you know to get a snack or something. But uh, for the most part, it's business, and we will as we you know we have bus captains that kind of will answer questions if you're new. Um, but it'll be a good time, and everybody. There's been memorable bus trips. The only ones we ever really have mechanical problems for, though, are Louisville. Uh, So I think we're good there. We had one guy kind of wreck a bus, a driver wreck a bus on the way to Kansas City for in 2015, I think. It might have been the Open Cup trip, but he tore off a part of the bus going through a gate. That was fun, but we were able to continue. Um, one time we had a flat tire almost outside of Louisville that was last year when we went to the open Cup for city two but we managed to get ubers and get to the game in time Only once has a bus never has a bus not made it um and i I like to think we kind of took care of those people in a way but uh, I have high hopes for this <clears throat> had a lot of people do a lot of work on this trip uh, Brittany did a lot of comparative shopping and making sure we got the best deals talked to a lot of different charter companies Mitch has done a ton of work and uh, if you see Mitch on Saturday um, I would say everybody should buy him a beer but that would be a lot of beers and and he might die but uh, please thank Mitch he did a ton of work um, on the spreadsheets and making sure everybody got the emails and and got their tickets and planning the seating arrangements on the bus trying to take into uh, consideration everybody's preferences. Obviously, when you've got three buses, you've got to split some people up and you've got to, you know, make some choices. But we tried to try to do it pretty evenly and according to what people requested, who they sit by. But obviously, you're not going to be with all of your friends because we can't all fit on one bus. But we did try to split up some, some veteran Luligan travelers and some new people uh, just so somebody on the bus knows what's going on And those bus captains will be talking to each other, and I think tomorrow Mitch will post on social media, and he'll also share this in an email, what the bus assignments are. We are not numbering the buses ever since the fabled bus 2 incident. We do not number buses. There is a naming convention, and I think Mitch will take delight in announcing those names tomorrow. Uh, They're fun names, and I think you'll appreciate them, but... Other than that, I'm just looking forward to the trip. I mean, away days are always good, but it's even better when there's a ton of us. And, you know, we're going to make a lot of noise in Chicago. And I think uh, with it being rivalry week, I think I think this game is actually, yeah, it's one of the free Apple TV games this week. And I think MLS and Apple will will be focusing on a lot of the away fans across the league because... Again, with these rivalry games, you get a lot of good travel and I think we'll get some good TV time. So we need to be nice and loud and we need to make some noise and uh, really encourage the boys. And it would be great if we could go in there and snatch three points. That's what we're looking for. That's the goal. That's the ideal. Um, <clears throat> not only just to you know, keep pace in the league and make sure we're, we're plugging along on the right trajectory, but also because we just want to beat Chicago. Played them a couple times in the St. Louis FC days in the Open Cup. Won one, lost one. Um, Like I said, they're not having the greatest of seasons, so uh, if we could pip this game, that would be amazing to get three on the road. And then, right after the game, like we don't waste time. You get (laughs) get back on the bus, and we come home. And the good thing about it being a noon game is we won't be getting home at 3 a.m., which we normally do on these road trips, so Uh, You guys can all get a good night's rest and go see your mom on Mother's Day the next day. Then the following weekend, Rivalry Week continues. Ah, Excuse me. Um, Sporting Kansas City is coming to town, and even MLS is having some fun with it. There was a cartoon picture where they kind of illustrate the rivalries. And for MLS, for uh, Sporting Kansas City and St. Louis City SC, they... Had a picture of, uh, it was Lovin, and I can't remember who the sporting KC player was, but they were basically playing tug-of-war with a scarf that said America's soccer capital. So that was fun, and uh, the league's getting into it. We're going to do some fun things. I'm sure we'll do a show next week to talk up that tailgate party, but it'll be a big one. And just to give you a hint, um, one of the things we're going to do for that party, we're going to do an amnesty day. We're going to give her anybody who had previously chosen Sporting Kansas City as their MLS team because St. Louis didn't have a team for years and years and years, Uh, we're going to give you a chance to turn in some of that old gear. Uh, If you've got any old clothes, t-shirts, shorts, sweatshirts, jerseys of Sporting Kansas City that you're, quite frankly, not going to wear anymore because now we have our own team, Uh, we're going to be taking a collection of all that gear. You can donate it and we're going to ship it to a Kansas City shelter that needs clothing, uh, or a, I should say a Kansas shelter that needs clothing. We're getting that shit out of Missouri. You know, I don't want to see anybody around here wearing that, so we're going to be shipping that out, and I think the team may be getting involved a little bit. They they kind of thought the idea was funny, uh, so we may have some different drop-off spots, but I know for sure you'll be able to drop off your sporting Kansas City gear at our merch tent at the Schlafly street party pregame extravaganza that is not this coming Saturday but the next Saturday so that's all I really have wow we're doing good it's not even it's only 20 minutes in we're gonna finish before a half hour kids so this weekend uh if you're not making the trip to Chicago I know second shift will have the game on um punks and Santos have their watch party at Beffa's there'll be a lot of people there so uh look for us on TV and Make some noise wherever you are. And if for some reason you just decide at the last minute, you know, screw it, I'm going to Chicago. It's not that far. Uh, You can buy a ticket anywhere in the stadium, but just buy the cheapest ticket you can find on Ticketmaster and then come stand with us. So do what you can. Um, I think there's plenty of seats available still. Chicago never sells out, so (laughs) I think that's that's a pretty safe bet. But um, that's all I've got tonight. Uh, we didn't have any questions. Basically, the last game didn't happen. Well, it happened. There was fifteen minute, 50 minutes played before there was a weather delay in Dallas. They are going to play that final, uh, I guess, 40 minutes. Is that right? Do my math here. They're uh, going to play the final 40 minutes at a point in the future. I think they've named it, but it's, it's kind of weird whenever they do that. Like, okay, we're going to get together, and we're only going to play 40 minutes. The game was at 0-0 when they abandoned it. Uh, so it'll be a real quick short game. And also, the LAFC game at the end of this month has been postponed because of LAFC's uh, play in, I believe, the the Champions League is what's interrupting that game. So that's what's going on there. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to Santos. They organized the seis de Mayo party that was the watch party at nine mile garden for that Dallas game that got interrupted. I didn't get a chance to go, but I saw some pictures looked amazing. looked like everybody had a good time and they raised some money for the TIFO. So congrats to our friend Santos and thank you for inviting us and all the other supporter groups. It was a good time. We might do some things like that again in the future. So again, that's all I got for tonight. Go to Arch Apparel if you're interested Kansas or uh, Chicago this weekend. Like I said, if you change your mind and you're like, you know what, I am going to drive up to Chicago this weekend. Just get a ticket anywhere in the stadium and you can stand with the supporters. Follow us on social media. But we're planning on pre-gaming in the Adler uh, Planetarium parking lot. Um, And I guess that's it. We will uh, probably be back with a show next week to recap the Chicago trip and talk about part two of Rivalry Week versus Sporting Kansas City the following week. So until then, thank you for listening. Uh, Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your fine podcasts. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody.